This is Pastor Rick's Daily Hope, the Bible teaching ministry of Pastor Rick Warren. Today, we continue with a series based on the 23rd Psalm called Living in the Goodness of God. In these lessons, you'll discover that God is good all the time, even in life's most difficult circumstances. And you'll experience the hope and favor that spring from God's divine goodness. Now, in just a few moments, we're going to let you know how you can get your very own copy of Open Doors, A Year of Daily Devotions book. It's a beautiful hardcover book with 365 devotionals from Pastor Rick that offer daily encouragement from the Bible. You can take a sneak peek right now by going to PastorRick.com while you listen or text the word daily to 800-600-5004 to find out more. Right now, here's Pastor Rick Warren with part two of a message called How to Be Led by God's Spirit. There's a lot of bad advice floating around the world. Everybody agree with that? Well, I mean, anybody can be a blogger today. Anybody can write a column today. I'm not making this up. Yesterday I read an article called Why Everybody Should Have an Affair. Oh, that's the best advice I've ever heard. Right there, boy, that's... Let me just tell you how, men, how much destructiveness that creates in the lives of kids. Let me talk to the men for just a minute here. Guys, you know what's the number one need that you have? You may have never even noticed it. If you're a daddy, if you're a husband and a dad... One of the biggest needs you have in your life is you want your grown adult children to respect you. I don't know a man who doesn't want that. You want your grown adult children to respect you. That should have a hamper on the decisions you make now. And a lot of other areas. Notice how quiet it got when I said that. I had every attention of every man in the house for one second. All right, go back to your ball game. All right, okay. (laughs) there's a lot of bad advice out there proverbs 13 verse 20 look up here says this keep company with wise friends and you'll become wise but if you associate with fools your life will suffer great hurt you can't soar with the eagles if you're running with the turkeys okay so it says you know who you hang out with You need to choose your friends wisely. You keep company with wise friends, you're gonna become wise. If I wanna follow God's direction, okay, I can't let culture get me off track, and I can't even let friends get me off track. Make sure your advice is from the right source. Now, it bothers me when people like get counseling. I've met believers who are going to non-believers to get counseling for their life. I'm going, really? They have no spiritual insight on that. Um, the Bible tells us in 1 John 3, 7, it says, don't just let anybody lead you astray because you'll miss God's will. Go ahead and get counsel, but get it from a mature uh, a believer. Now, let me be really clear. When I talk to this about friends, it means I can't follow friends. You mean I'm saying I have to give up all my non-Christian friends? Of course not. In fact, you shouldn't do that. Listen to me loud and clear. God wants you to have friends who are unbelievers. In the first place, you're commanded to love everybody. You're not allowed to not love anybody. If you're a believer in Christ, you are to love everybody. In fact, I'm even commanded to love my enemies. I'm commanded to love the people who hate me, criticize me, attack me. I, I don't get a choice. If 
If I call myself a believer, a follower of Christ, I am to love everybody. And God wants to use you to bring them to Christ. But here's the difference. Look up here on the screen. Jeremiah 15, 19 says, you will be my spokesman to these non-believing friends. You are to influence them, but do not let them influence you. Every day when you go to work, you're deciding, am I going to be a thermostat or a thermometer? A thermometer just reflects what the temperature is of the environment. They're being talking dirty, I'm going to talk dirty. They're doing this, I'm going to do that. A thermometer just reveals what the culture's like. A thermostat turns the heat up or down. God wants you to be in thermostat. He doesn't want you to influence them to influence you, but you to influence them. Now, as I said, God commands you to love everybody. Let me show you something that a lot of Christians and believers don't, don't get. Let's show you two verses that look totally opposite of each other, up here on the screen. 1 John 2.15, by the way, they're written by the same guy. John wrote the book John, and he wrote 1st, 2nd, and 3rd John letters. And in 1 John chapter 2, he says this. Do not love the world or anything that belongs to the world, If you love the world, you cannot love the Father. Whoa, that's pretty clear. Now, that same guy who wrote that also wrote this, the most famous verse in the Bible. God so loved the world. Well, what is it? I mean, huh? That looks like a big contradiction right there. God so loved the world, and then he says, but you, you're not to love the world, and if you love the world, the love of the Father is not in you. Well, which is it? You need to understand the meaning of the word world. The world is used two different ways in the scripture. It refers to the world's value system and it refers to the world's people. We are to love the people and not love the value system. Does that make sense? We are to love the people no matter what kind of lifestyle they live, but we are to not love, in fact the Bible says we are to hate the value system of prejudice and racism and injustice and sexism and uh, people hurting each other and war. We're to hate the things that hurt people in the world. Love the people, hate the value system. You know what the problem is? We got it reversed. We love the value system and hate the people. Christians do this all the time. They're no different, they're just as materialistic, they're just as hedonistic, they're, you know, they're just as involved in everything in culture. They love the culture and hate the people. God says, no, no, you got that all wrong. You got it backwards. Love the world people. Don't love the world's value system. Okay, five things I have to stop doing. One, I can't follow a culture that doesn't follow God. Two, I can't follow friends who aren't led by God. Number three, third thing, why I often miss God's will is this. I can't look to other sources besides God. If I'm looking for direction for my life, the best place to look is not on a TV talk show. The best place to look is to read the owner's manual, that's the Bible, and talk to the creator who made you, and that's where you're gonna find out about your life. I can't look to other sources besides God. Now, there are many other sources that wanna tell you how to run your life. Many other replacements, there are many other substitutes for God. A lot of substitutes for God in the world. They're, they're actually called idols. I mean, for instance, 
when you're looking for what am I supposed to do with my life? I've actually met some believers who think they can pray to God and read a horoscope. Really? That's like saying I believe in reincarnation and heaven at the same time. They're mutually exclusive. You either believe in one or the other. You can't believe in both. That's illogical, irrational, and it makes no sense at all. And so God says, I want you to look to me and don't look to other things for your guidance. Now, when people look to anything else besides God for guidance for their life, do you know what that's called? When they're looking for divine guidance, but they're not actually praying or reading the Bible. It's called divination. Divination. You heard this word? Divination. It means to try to find about your future without going to your creator. That's called divination. And there are countless kinds of ways to define the future, fortune telling and stuff like that, predictions and prognosises and, and things like that. Do you know, in ancient times, what was the most common way that people discerned the future? Anybody know what this is? It was called consulting the liver. And they would actually sacrifice animals, they'd cut out a liver, because the liver was supposed to be the heaviest organ in the body, and then somebody would look at it and goes, mm, yeah, go to war, go to battle, you'll win this one. Now, I mean, this is not some little minor thing. The Roman Empire was built on defining the liver. No Roman soldier would go into battle without looking at the liver. The Babylonians looked at the liver. The Etruscans looked at the liver. This was the most commonly used form of predicting the future. And uh, in fact, it's actually even mentioned in the Bible. Look at this verse here on the screen. Uh, the Bible says in Ezekiel 21, the king of Babylon now stands at a crossroad, uncertain of whether or not to attack. He was going to attack Jerusalem, he didn't know. So his advisors will cast lots by shaking arrows from the quiver. That was another popular way. You take arrows in a quiver and you throw them out on the ground and you go, mmm, don't go to battle. Okay, and that was one. And the other, and they will inspect the livers of sacrificed animals. 50 ways to lose your liver. Right there. <laughs> or love your liver, or whatever. So that was, that was a call to divination. Uh, does that kind of stuff still happen today? Uh, hello? Have you ever seen a palm reading shop? Or tea leading, reading shop? Or a crystal ball and madam so-and-so? And, I mean, that stuff's still, still around. Uh, tarot cards horoscopes, these are called divination, looking to the future without looking to God. And God says, no, no, don't do any of that kind of stuff. Uh, don't go call the psychic hotline. <laughs> By the way, <laughs> here's a little tip. If the psychic hotline says, what's your credit card number, hang up. <laughs> they should know that. I want to, they say, you tell me. If you're so smart, you tell me. If he can't tell me my credit card, he can't tell me anything else that's valuable because he has no ability at all. I actually did a little research on this just for fun this week, looking at the modern things, divination, and there's some crazy, bizarre things out there. For instance, in, in Russia, they throw beans on the floor and then look at the pattern. And I'm going, you yeah, know, that's, that's a lot of beans right there. So, okay. <laughs> You know, that's a pile of beans or whatever. Uh, there's, there's a thing called parrot, parrotmancy, 
where you let a parrot out of its cage and it goes over and picks up a card and then you know who you're supposed to marry. Okay. There's, I'm not making this up. There's a, there's a divination called rumpology and there are people you can pay who will tell you your future by looking at the shape of your butt. <laughs> I'm not making that up. Okay, I'm not making it up. Uh, that's called stupidity. That's saying, I would, and why do they people go to all these other, because they don't want a boss in their life. They want the future, but they don't want God. They don't want a Lord. They don't want somebody that they have to serve. And so the ridiculousness of looking to other sources besides God. Well, the Bible warns us. Look at this verse. Deuteronomy 18 uh, says this. Never look to psychics or seances or fortune telling or the stars or people who claim to be in contact with the dead. People who do these things are doing evil, and God hates it with a passion. Now, I, I doubt any of you are doing this, but I will tell you this. If you know a believer who's doing this, politely, gently, lovingly tell them, you're heading down the wrong track. You're never going to know God's will through a seance, through a medium, through a horoscope, through astrology. If you are following the stars, you're not following the sun, S-O-N. You're not following the sun. You're not following God. These are counterfeits. And, you know, today, years ago, Gideon used that fleece to discern God's will. People get fleeced all the time today. Cults and fad therapies and Scientology and all kinds of stuff. The Bible tells us, 2 Corinthians 11, Satan masquerades as an angel of light. So we just got to avoid that. And the Bible tells us in 1 John 4, verse 1, don't believe everything you hear. That's a good thing. To, do on, to read on the internet. Actually, I read a quote the other day on the internet. Don't believe everything you read on the internet, Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> that guy was way ahead of his time, all I can say. Okay. All right. I've got, I know I'm taking a long time on this, but if you want to be led by the Spirit of God, there's some things you have to stop doing before you start doing that. Can't follow culture, can't follow friends who are not following God, uh, can't look to other sources besides God, like all those d divination things. Um, and number four, this is a one that would apply to a lot of us. I must stop being led by my circumstances. Now, the other ones may have not been relatable to you, but this one is certainly, I must stop being led by my circumstance. I'm amazed how many believers, the number one way they try to determine God's will is, well, what's my circumstance? You know, I missed the plane, it must be God's will. Uh, the heavy traffic, it must be God's will. Um, the offering plate skipped my road, that was God's will. <laughs> I've had people, you know, who were, you know, I bumped into them in a cart and it must be God's will, we bumped into each other. I won't say anything about that. <laughs> but, you know, you know I, I overslept today, it is God's will, I don't go to church. <laughs> You're skating on thin ice, shallow, shaky ground when, when you build your life around your circumstances. This is Pastor Rick's Daily Hope. We are so happy you've chosen to study along with us today. As we start the new year, we often think about setting goals for the months ahead. They give us hope and keep us moving forward. And we know that setting goals is important because the Bible tells us that Jesus set goals. 
So, Pastor Rick developed a new power pack download to help you successfully kick off the new year. This resource will give you the tools you need to set and achieve your personal goals, God's way. This life-changing resource is yours free when you text the word FREE to 800-600-5004. That's the word FREE to 800-600-5004. Rick will be right back to close out our time today, but first, do you want to live the full and abundant life God desires for you? That only happens when you seek God and spend time in His Word. That's why Pastor Rick put together a 365-day devotional book called Open Doors. Here's Pastor Rick to tell us more. You know, one of the ways I try to help reinforce the lessons that I teach on this broadcast is to offer daily devotionals that are based on the same lessons that I teach here. Did you know that over a million people subscribe to the Daily Hope devotionals? And if you're not getting them, I encourage you to sign up for this tool and resource too. If you haven't already got it, you're missing out. They're free, and they're delivered right to your inbox every morning. I'll just email them to you, or you can find them on the web at PastorRick.com. Now, many of you have asked that we provide these devotionals in a book format. So you know what? I asked my team to pull together 365 of the best daily devotionals, and we printed them in a book. And you can use this Daily Hope devotional book. It's an entire year's worth of devotions as part of your quiet time, and it will allow you to meditate on a single scripture every day and to reflect on what it means. Now, I know you're going to be blessed by this resource, and it's also uh, going to be uh, uh, something you could use as a meaningful gift to share with a family or a friend or, or a neighbor. This Daily Hope devotional is going to be available exclusively through Daily Hope and through the PastorRick.com store. You can't get this devotional anywhere else at any bookstore. You've got to get it directly from us because we want to be in contact with you. Get open doors today and be encouraged, inspired, and equipped to live out God's plan and purposes for your life. It's a great way to kick off the new year. And today, when you give a gift to help Daily Hope take the certain hope of Jesus to people around the world, we'll send you your very own hardcover copy of Open Doors to Say Thanks. Just go to PastorRick.com right now to get your copy of this amazing resource. Or you can just text the word DAILY to 800-600-5004. That's PastorRick.com or text the word daily to 800-600-5004. Thanks so much for your support. There are only three days left to get this great resource, so contact us today. Be sure to join us next time as we look into God's Word for our daily hope. This program is sponsored by Pastor Rick's Daily Hope and your generous financial support.